I'm going to take this point of privilege and talk to you about one issue that nobody's talking about, abortion. And uh, so let me let me give you the quick talking points so that you will really understand this issue backwards and forwards, because I know that the talking points say that this is a women's issue, and I have to take umbrage with your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is not just a women's issue. The abortion debate on its face is about a woman's right to choose, and all of us support her having that right to choose, period. Okay, start there. But this is more than that. With the Constitution, when it was written in 1890, uh, it, the, the, in 1790, sorry, in 1790, the first 10 amendments to the Constitution were ratified, and that's called the Bill of Rights. And we all hear the Second Amendment from the other side, but they don't talk about the other amendments. And I bet uh, a lot of you may not know all the amendments, but I'm gonna tell you why they're important. Uh, there was a guy named William Brandeis who was a Supreme Court Justice in 1890, so 100 years later, skip 100 years ahead. And he looked at these 10 amendments and saw something that no one else had really seen before. And that is that because these amendments are there, they informed us how we could deal with future problems, things that were more modern. So for example, George Washington didn't deal with cell phones in the Constitution, right? But somehow, our judicial system deals with cell phones. Uh, and we do that because of what I'm about to tell you. In the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the third, well, the First Amendment, do we all know it? Press. The freedom of what? Press. And the press, and what else? Speech. Speech, and what else? Religion. Religion, and what else? One more. The right to assemble. Good. Okay. So we have that one, and everybody's got that one down pat. And the Second Amendment, the right to unlimited guns no matter what, apparently. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, we understand that one. The Third Amendment. The Third Amendment. Anybody? No. Okay. I'll, I'll go through them quickly so we can get to the candidates. The Third Amendment, the, the quartering amendment. So back then, it was the norm that when militaries would come in, they would house themselves in anybody's local house. So when this country was founded, they decided that that would be against the law. We will never have military housed in your own personal homes. And that is a privacy issue. You have your home, the government can't come and live in it. Okay, the Fourth Amendment is something very similar. When they come to your home, they can't enter without a warrant. Search and seizure, that's the Fourth Amendment. The Fifth Amendment, you've probably all heard of, right? I plead the Fifth. That's the right to not incriminate yourself. So you have private information about yourself. No one is making you give that private information up, okay? Now, I can go through the other amendments, but these three are very important because they insinuate an interesting thing. They insinuate a right to privacy. You have the quartering amendment, government can't come here. That's a privacy issue. They can't come in without a warrant, that's a privacy issue. You don't have to incriminate yourself, that's a privacy issue, right? Because of those amendments, William Brandeis, 100 years later, said we have something called penumbra rights. Penumbra rights, the penumbra is that shadow that's cast when the moon has a, uh, what do you call it, a, uh, a eclipse of the moon, the, the shadow that comes on the Earth planet, that's the penumbra. So this insinuation of the moon, 
So this insinuation of rights because of these three rights specifically. Now, because of that, we now in a modern day get to say, well, you can have interracial marriage because it is your right as a private citizen to do that. We say you have the right to gay marriage. You have the right to not incriminating yourself by giving your password on your cell phone. Unless you have FaceTime and then you're stuck. Right? <laughs> if you have a password, they, no one can tell you to give it up. It, there's a lot of privacy that comes because of the insinuation there. Now, the conservative movement has always said that they are what it's called originalists, which means that only if the words themselves appear in the Constitution can we deal with that. So literally, there is no word cell phone in the Constitution, so there is no law that prevents the government from taking our cell phone and using it against us. And that could be digitally without us even knowing it, right? They, they would suggest to you that there is no law preventing that. And there is no law that says that you have the right to marry whom you would like to marry. There is no law that says you have this thing called privacy. So when a woman goes to her doctor and has a private conversation, they would suggest that because in the Constitution it doesn't explicitly say you have that right, then it goes back to the states. If you know your constitution, anything that wasn't explicitly written goes to the states. And every state, therefore, has the right to decide what they want. Now, here's the interesting part about that. Right now, a lot of the state's legislators are run by Republicans. So they're very happy because they're running the board and they're saying, well, the states are now promoting no abortion. But imagine a society 20 to 30 years from now with overpopulation on the mind, limited resources on the mind, and the state legislatures start to say, you know what, China used to have a really interesting policy, a one-child policy, and for 30 years, they forced you to have abortions after your first child. Those same state legislators right now that are voting against abortion could mandate abortion in the future. And then the right to choose people would be the, the conservatives, and they would be asking for the right to choose not to have an abortion. Isn't that interesting? So everybody actually in America is pro-choice. It just depends who's in power at the time. But not everybody is the other side, right? The completely against abortion. So if half of America is for one issue and half is for the other, but we're talking about uh, the right to choose, 100% of us are actually pro-choice. It just depends on how you frame the issue. That's right. See? And that's why when they talk about one thing and we're talking about it, they're apples and oranges discussions. The man on the street who might believe that an abortion is a murder does not understand that in the courts, that is not what is being decided. They are not, the courts are not deciding if it is murder to have a child aborted. What they are deciding is if you have the right as an American citizen to the private decision. So when we talk about pro-choice, we're talking about what's happening in the courts. When they talk about right to life, they're talking about nothing real. And they don't realize that the people that are helping them in the courts for their issue are actually creating the argument that could actually in the future work against them, which is, again, that if the government has the right to choose for you that you can't have an abortion, that same government could also choose to force you to have an abortion. Their side is not seeing it. Our side has been seeing it since the beginning. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where 
uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.